I have a question for you. What is your core belief? For Paul, it was the truth of the good news that he worked to keep aligned with Jesus's teachings. Well, Happy New Year, everyone. It's great to have you joining us again on the Bible Story Podcast. Again, a little different scenario, my friend. Yeah, Brady. Happy New Year. Brady, you're yes. not feeling well, uh, are you? <laughs> I'm a little under the weather, and so we don't want to get you sick, John. And uh, so I'm recording from my living room, and you're recording from the office today. Yes, yes, that's what's happening. And I appreciate that, Braden, because you know I've got a kind of a big trip planned here next week. I'm going skiing. Sweet. I mean, yeah. the weather seems great for it, and I'm a little bit jealous, although everyone knows that snowboarding is better. Snowboarding is a lot of fun. Uh, I've done snowboarding in the past and, uh, I just have to say that I really do love skiing a lot more because I know skiing uh, people are skiing people, but we don't have to fight about it. You just next time invite me and then we'll see which is better. Who did you say who's better or what is better? Uh, both. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, a hey, coming up February 1st, a little, uh, just a month from now is the start of our summer camp registrations. Yeah. Summer is in the works. It doesn't feel like it. John's going skiing. Um, But here we are. I love the new year for this reason. It always is like the best to get excited. Uh, So yeah, February 1st, camper registration is open. Um, And actually, as of January 1st, staff applications are open. So if you want to work with us as a part of our spring or summer team, covenantbay.ca is the best place to find those or follow us on social media. And we will make sure that you have those applications available. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, we're preparing a place for you to belong this summer, a place for you Mm -hmm. to discover who Jesus is and to grow in a relationship with him. So we would love for you to join us and, and just hang out and have a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. All right. We are starting a new season, series, season and series. Do you remember what season number it is? 13. Yeah. Which is That's, crazy. I know. That's like older than my youngest child. Wow. Yeah. 13 seasons. That's, that's a higher number than toes that I have. It is. Uh, <laughs> In case people are wondering. It's a I, close. It's a close. I got 12 toes. I did have a friend in junior high who was born with 13 toes. Wow. So it's that number of seasons. (laughs) That number of seasons. He had three of them cut off. Anyway, long story short, uh, that's that's the story of my friend in junior high. Back to the episode. Galatians. We got a new season. Yeah. And we're starting the series of Galatians. Yeah. And we're looking at Galatians chapter one today. Yeah. Uh, But we've we've got quite a bit of quite a bit of stuff to c- cover in the background but i have to yeah. say before we go get it, get into this is this letter reads kind of harsh and yeah it, paul it, is um fiery yeah he's fiery. Or stern a little bit of both maybe a little bit upset a little bit hurt yeah i don't yeah. but he's got he's got some strong words for some for mm-hmm. some people in galatia 
and he wants them to hear them and not be confused as what he means. So, yeah. Um, okay, John. So, uh, you said we have a lot of background. I'm the person that likes context and we don't always give this much context to any specific podcast, but I think here, as we go through this story, it's going to be really important because uh, historically or culturally, uh, contextually, there's a lot going on. So can you break it down for us? Okay. Going back to Alexander the Great. I'm serious. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. So Alexander the Great um, conquered kind of the known world at that time, and people became Greeks. Uh, they introduced mm -hmm. the Greek language and said, this is, if you want to do business, this is the language that you've got to deal with in. Um, Greek philosophy became a thing. Um, and this part of the world, Galatia, was under the Greeks, the Greek Empire, and really embraced mm -hmm. that culture. Fast forward, then we have the Romans who conquered the Greeks, and they didn't necessarily uh, introduce as much of their own culture or, or impose that culture on the places that they conquered. But what they did is they is they said, yeah, you can have your culture, but you're going to, um, if you want to do business, if you want to live with this in, within this area, you have to follow and, and be uh, within our empire. Mm -hmm. And so we've got the Greek culture, we've got this Roman empire and the culture that it brought. And so we've got these two things that are coming together. And yeah. then you have Jews and Judaism, both mm -hmm. as a culture, but also as a religion. And there was all these pockets of Jew Jews that lived throughout Galatia, and they brought their own culture, they brought their own religion, and they really felt like they were apart from the mainstream society of Greek and Roman culture. Okay. Would they have been a larger group like a majority or a smaller group a minority they would have been the minority within galatia of course okay. within jerusalem and israel uh judah, right. judah they would have been the majority gotcha. um, but we're talking about a letter to the galatia a bunch of galatia churches um yeah. so it's not like it's um uh, it's a whole area uh, kind of mm -hmm. like a province a territory yeah and, and, and an important an important note, which you kind of mentioned is like, which we don't experience here in Canada, but this idea of like shifting um, like boundaries or, or yeah. borders, yeah. like that would have happened so much within wars and people would have like, they would have seen it, you know, flip once, twice, three times throughout their lifetime of just like whoever was in rule at the time, whoever won a certain battle at the time, then those, those ideologies or those cultures would shift hands which we just don't understand here. We've been Alberta forever or, you know, Canada for a long time. And so those, that happens a lot less now. Yeah. And so we have um, the, these Jews living in Galatia and they would have had these little synagogues or kind of like Jewish churches <clears throat> where they right. would have gathered and taught their Jewish teaching and have some of their cultural um, connections that they would have appreciated. But then along comes a man named Paul, and Paul mm. begins teaching in throughout um, all over this, all over the world, or all over the known world at that time. And he's 
goes to Galatia and he introduces the idea of who Jesus is mm. and how we can be saved from this, our sins and how we can live in a right relationship with God and, and even be in heaven one day with God, well, with Jesus. So just some like for the Greeks, for the Romans, uh, and even for the Jews, it was just some mind blowing things. Right. And so, um, so we're, so we're seeing like kind of the butting of heads of like Rome, Greek, Jewish culture, and then Jewish religion and Christianity kind of all in this one it's all, letter. It's all colliding. Yeah. It's all colliding. Yeah. And they're all vying for influence of mm. people. And specifically, Paul's writing here to the Galatia uh, Christians, uh, Galatia churches, and those Christians, and, and many of the people that he has introduced to Christ and, and right. taught. And so, so it almost, it reads as a follow-up letter almost, like he's like, does. well, we have we spoke and you gave your life to Christ and had a certain understanding. And I'm following up because I've heard, I've heard or seen or whichever things that are not aligning. Yeah. That I'm, that he's really concerned about. Yeah. And so this letter is in many ways, like kind of like, have you ever had as a kid, maybe you were like listening in on a really hard conversation between adults and you know, that's like, well, this is not a conversation for me, but I don't really have anywhere else I can be. So mm. I'm just stuck here in this vehicle or stuck here in the kitchen or stuck here, wherever listening to this conversation. And you're like, Hmm. Okay. Totally. We're reading a hard conversation basically between Paul and the churches of Galatia. Exactly. Exactly. Great. Good way to say Okay. It. So that's, <clears throat> that is the kind of the context of the day and yeah. of this letter. And Paul has got some things that he wants to say to the Galatian churches. Mm -hmm. So today, specifically, we're focusing on uh, Galatians chapter 1, verses 1 through 10. Mm -hmm. um, and so if you haven't read that, now's a really good time to read that. Um, I actually found it quite helpful just to keep reading the chapter. And then as you because it kind of is an awkward spot to pause. But if you keep reading, it gives you more of that context that we're talking about. Uh, I read the first kind of whole chapter and that helps. But today we're just focusing on one to 10. Yeah. Okay. So we've got these, Paul was a missionary. And then yeah. we have these other Jude Jewish Christians um, many of them who are missionaries who would be traveling throughout the region um, mm -hmm. and they're teaching and they're trying to encourage, but what they're doing is, is they're bringing some of the Jewish law that mm. Jewish people would have um, had to follow if they were going to be Jewish and, um, and saying, if you want to be a follower of Christ, if you want to be a Christian, you need to follow these rules. Mm. And this is what Paul is pushing against. Yeah. So they're, they're kind of imposing their own cultural beliefs or cultural traditions on the idea of Christianity. Yeah. And it's both this cultural and, the, and we have <clears throat> to remember with Judaism and many religious, but with Judaism, this, this idea of culture and mm -hmm. religion are kind of one and the same in the eyes of many. Right. So, yeah, um, you can't have one without the other. And that's where really where 
of these, these other missionaries, these other Jewish Christians are, are pushing these Galatians um, yeah. who are not Jewish to saying, hey, if you want to be a follower of Christ, you got to do these things. Yeah, which Paul kind of has in verse four has a very specific uh, note on that. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't really leave a lot of guessing room. <laughs> no, no. This doesn't is, and this pretty is matter exactly. Of, and this is part of his introduction, which I think is so wise of mm-hmm. saying, hey, this is, this is the core belief of everything here. So why don't you yeah. read that for us? Okay, sounds good. So Galatians uh, chapter one, verses four says this, Jesus gave his life for our sins, just as God our father planned in order to rescue us from this evil world in which we live. Hmm. I mean, you really, if you didn't know the culture of the day, if you didn't have the background that we just gave you, um, you could read this and say, well, that could really fit a description of our world and what our core belief is as Christians today. Like it just mm-hmm. fits us so well. It it's transcend culture and time, I think. Totally. And is and is really saying like stop focusing on all of the other things. Like yeah. if you're if you're getting distracted and mixed up in all of these other things and not able to focus on the core belief, like you're missing the point. Okay. So that brings me to a question that I have for you. Okay. Okay. W- what would you say to the student about their core belief when they have all of these influences in their life that are saying, Hey, this is important. This is important. This is important. Believe this. And then they have this desire to follow Christ. They read the word. Uh, Mm -hmm. They maybe have some good mentors or, or they attend church and they are just having many different influences on them, much like the Galatian Mm -hmm. early Galatian Christians had at that time, just different influences though. Yeah. I think it would be, you know, a conversation I've had plenty of times is this idea of like, at some point your faith really does become your own. Yeah. Right. And you're, and you're kind of like, you're listening to your own convictions or what God is saying to you or, um, and, and that's really important that it's, it's not other people telling you what to believe. So I would say, first of all, know that, know like have your faith be your own. Obviously there's mentors and there's pastors and there's really important people. And I think that's great. But those decisions, the decision to follow Christ has to be one that you make for yourself. Secondly is know the origin of your belief. So this idea of like, well, um, Paul kind of points back to saying like, are we following Jesus's teaching? Are we following Jesus's word? We would say that, you know, um, the Bible is the place where we learn those things. And so again, it's great to have mentors. It's great to have parents that support us or friends that support us, but we can be misinformed. We can, or read things out of context, or I can watch a YouTube video, ironically, which is what we're doing right now. Um, (laughs) But if you shouldn't be getting your, your information from one singular reference point, right? Um, Unless that is the Bible. So where, where you take in information and say, okay, I'm going to go back to the Bible. I'm going to reference this. And does it align with this core belief? Does this align with what Jesus taught? Um, and so really understanding the origin or who's informing or what is informing your 
kind of thought patterns, your belief, your um, what you hold to be true. Hmm. I, I, I really like that. I think there's a lot of things that we can get distracted by. Lots of things, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I think that when we have something like scripture to anchor mm-hmm. us and to anchor the conversations with, with our mentors and, mm-hmm. uh, and such, it's just such a good thing. So mm-hmm. I think I think really there, there's this intentionality that we have to have if we're going to be a follower of Christ and be mm-hmm. led by Christ versus being led by the world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think, you know, a, a catchphrase for it or, or an easier reminder would be, you know, are you being informed by the world or the word of God? Hmm. Say that again for us. Uh, are you being informed by the world or the word of God? I really like that. And so just, just those two things kind of juxtaposing. Um, and it's a really good thing, I think, to ponder. Growth tip time. Growth tip time. A growth tip is a way for each of us to grow in a relationship with Jesus. All right. So uh, a core belief is something that we, you know, Im- impacts every aspect of our life because it's a pillar, it's foundational. Um, and we kind of talked about what Paul's core belief specifically was. John, would you kind of read that over again for us? Yeah. So Galatians chapter one, verse four says, Jesus gave his life for our sins, just as God, our father planned in order to rescue us from this evil world in which we live. Mm -hmm. So our growth tip for today is we want you to take that verse and we want you to write that down somewhere where you can read it out loud somewhere that you'll see every day. Um, a bathroom mirror, a locker wall, you know, dry erase marker, not permanent. <laughs> um, you, uh, maybe a journal or, you know, the front page of your agenda or something like that. Maybe even make it your phone background. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's this idea of every time you see it, kind of say it out loud to yourself and really allow that to settle in you. Hmm. I like that. And then what, what that's going to do is it allows us to be shaped by that. It allows us mm-hmm. to take that truth and anchor us and really allow us to have it be the lens in which we look at the world versus, um, you know, a different core belief, uh, mm-hmm. you know, exactly what you said, being informed by the word. Yeah. I think uh, it goes back to something that someone taught me a long time ago is this idea of the more time you spend in the word, the more time you'll be able to bring those things up in your head as you're going through conversations, as you're going, as you're watching movies or listening to music and you'll just say, Oh, that doesn't align or, Oh, that does align. Like I like that because of this. And so um, the more time we memorize or just spend reading God's word, uh, the more likely we are to be able to bring those things to the forefront of our mind. Hey guys, it's been a lot of fun to be with you today. Uh, Happy New Year once again. And we look forward to having you join us this summer at Covenant Bay. Registration opens February 1st. So get on that quickly so you don't lose a spot that you're hoping Mm -hmm. for. We'd love to have you uh, join us. 
Yep. And again, if you're looking to work with us in the spring and the summer, Covenant Bay is a great place to do that. And uh, you can find all that information at covenantbay.ca. You guys have a great first week of 2023. Talk to you later.